0: This is the City Surgery on City Talk 105.9. And it's City Talk 105.9. Good afternoon. Welcome to the gadget surgery that time of the week where we sit down with our gadget guru and talk through the latest technology questions and solve your issues when it comes to all matters gadgets. Good afternoon, Gary Miller. Good afternoon. And how did those questions come to us, Mick? They arrived via the email. So thank you to everybody who's emailed this week. Surgery at citytalk.fm is the email address. address uh, the place to email if you've got problems with technology. So Gary joins us every Tuesday afternoon and we talk through those problems and hopefully, if we can, solve them. If we can't solve them, we'll point you in the right direction. So it might be things like uh, problems with a laptop. It might be problems with a virus on your computer. It might be a recommendation of a new mobile phone. It might be about a digital camera. Sometimes it'll be about a washing machine or a food mixer. We've had them that as well. That doesn't
1: happen very often, but it does happen. Yes. Uh, so Let's I like not to get Gary on his toes. Here.
0: So if you do send them in, I will always make sure I squeeze them onto the show. Uh, the uh, e- email address never changes. Surgery at citytalk.fm. Send in your gadget-related problems and we'll answer them here on City Talk 105.9. Uh, gadget-related problems like this one being suffered by Paul in McGull. He says, Dear Gary, can I sync my Gmail with my iMac doc? Uh, I have... I'm having problems with two sets of emails and contacts on the system itself and then on the web-based email service. Paul in McCull, So
1: he's running an email service and he's running Gmail. That doesn't sound very clear. So Gmail works online, out in the clouds, using a browser. So you should be able to get access to that from any machine. But you mentioned a Mac there, did you not? Yeah. So that, as long as you're using a browser should allow you to get to your Gmail. Gmail isn't sitting on your own computer. So actually, if you're thinking that when you go offline and you've got no internet access, you'll have access to your contact list, you won't. You've got to be online. So is that the issue? That's why I'm saying it's not very clear. So when is this actually happening? If it's off the internet, you're not going to get to those. However, I think the other question might be, how do you sync? So actually... If your names and addresses are on Gmail in the cloud and you want to have those on that machine to share with other computers, with maybe a a, a smartphone perhaps or a tablet, um, well, again, that's done by the cloud. But you could actually export your uh, files, your contact files, and in fact your calendar files, out into a particular format to be read by another application. But to synchronize with that application, one, I've got to be clear, I don't, or make it clear, I don't run Gmail, so I'm not an expert in Gmail. But if it's a cloud-based system, the only synchronization it does is synchronizing with using tools to other applications, but I don't think there's actually one for this at the moment.
0: Yeah, uh, I know what you can do. The The dock, which is the thing that runs along the bottom of the, the Mac screen with all your
1: different sort of apps and your sort of processes on there, you can drag... Oh, in that case, sorry, just drag it down from the top. Is yeah. that what you, Excuse me, that wasn't clear. Right. So if you want to actually have it along the bottom of the screen, like the start line, uh, the taskbar on Windows, the dock in that case is a bit along the very bottom of the screen. You can drag any application down into that dock, and it will actually always be accessible from that dock. Sorry, that wasn't synchronising with my head. Hopefully, hopefully, Paul, that
0: solves the issue. If it doesn't, uh, do get in contact with us. Uh, we always say try and be as detailed as you can with the questions, uh, without going into too much detail, because we're obviously on limited time here on the Gadget Surgery. Uh, let's crack on. Next question through to Surgery at City Talk dot fm is from Warren in South Liverpool he says dear Gary what do you recommend for when your phone is saying the internal memory is full and won't let you download any more apps I've got a two gig SD card installed and it's hardly been used Warren in South Liverpool so just to clarify there Gary the phone is saying the internal memory is full but he's saying he has got a two gig SD card
1: loaded in there which hasn't it sounds like an Android it. phone, I would suggest. might be Windows Mobile, but it sounds like Android. Um, there are two memories. The internal memory is what you buy on the phone. And in some phones, you can actually slide a little card, a little flash card into the phone to give it additional memory. Uh, the apps will be saved to whatever memory is available. Uh, um, now, I can't understand why it's not saving to the external memory card or the internal memory card if that makes any sense because you've actually put it inside now um there there probably is in the settings menu i don't know which phone it is but in the settings menu that you can actually ask it for the apps to go to whatever memory is available it would help me if i knew what make and model it was and then i can give you a better answer right yeah, so so maybe so, maybe if we can have an, another email. What's the, our friend's name? It's, uh, it's Warren. Warren. Warren is South Liverpool. If you could uh, send us another email with the make and model, then I will be able to better answer that question. But it, it will be a settings issue. Go into the, the settings menu and just check how the memories are set up. You're right. If you've got two gig, two extra gig on an SD card, It's not a a great deal, to be honest, but it will um, have some way of actually putting some apps onto that. And I'm surprised, actually, the app isn't asking you. I was going to say, it's a bit
0: annoying if you've got an internal memory, which has got, say you've got, I don't know, uh, a gig available, which is internal built into the phone. And it saves all your photos on there and all your contacts on there and then all your apps that get saved on there. And it doesn't give you the option of going, oh, by the way, you've got all this other space yeah, it, but, it would it would suit the it, phone manufacturers to be able to say, say hey, look, go to that one hey, instead. Look, look at yeah. all this
1: opportunity. You've got to save things elsewhere. But let us try and be a little bit clearer. My iPhone is 64 gig. And if I download music onto it, it will be full. So I actually can't add anything else to it. And I can't actually add another bit of memory to it either. So my memory is restricting me, even though it's the most fantastic phone they say ever. And it's really good. Actually, there are limitations, so if I wanted all of my videos, all of my documents, all of my photographs, and all of my music, unfortunately, I'm not going to get it you all. Got
0: more than 64 gigs worth of photos.
1: Uh, well, no, actually, it's probably currently standing at about, um, I would say, 45 to 60. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot.
0: When will you ever look at that? I, uh, this is one of the things that... And I actually things put them I, on I'm, the cloud, they're on the cloud as well. How often do you look at them all? When was I the last time
1: you looked at them all? um i actually download them i do a sort of uh, uh it'll sound a bit strange but i do a sort of weekly diary based on my photographs and what i've been doing during that week <laughs> in my the, other life it's the only way that it's you can actually life. remember and i've got no no i do remember but it's for when i go back a year later and say wasn't that absolute it wasn't that event absolutely amazing and there's the photographs to prove it
0: uh now this is this is an absolutely belting question. Now I, I was joking before about washing machines and 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 food mixers or juicers that people have asked uh, questions uh, about before. Liam has is, is, uh, Liam has sent a question in, Gary. I, I don't know why I found this funny. As a dear gadget surgery, is there an app that creates a good reading light
1: from your phone? The yeah, a good reading light. One yes, there is. Uh, there's loads of apps that act like torches. So you just press a button and on comes a torch. It basically switches on the flash. That's all. Flash. Now there are others that will do something else, but the flash on your phone, that's the brightest. So the same flash that flashes when you take a photograph. Just uh, stays on. It just stays on. What do you think that does? Well, it just kills the battery, it does. presumably. It and does. also it's that really sort of bright, horrible that bright, light, white, as well. light. Now, there is other Get apps. Get a lamp. They're called torch um apps. And there's other ones that will actually uh, make the screen go white. So you basically shine your screen. Do you know when when your iPhone comes on, for example, it's white and there's a tiny little Apple logo in the middle. That's the kind of brightness you get. So it's not hugely bright. And you've got to hold that over the back of your head. Yeah. So you can hold a book in front of you. I'm just thinking, I'm watching you with your headphones on. What you could do is some sort of fancy elasticated attachment on it and you could actually have your phone to the side of your ear pointed at your book or your magazine. Somebody buy Liam a lamp or a miner's helmet. Yeah, well, I, I just think it's a complete waste of time and a complete waste of energy. I'm sure, and there are other mail-order companies available, G- JML probably has, <laughs> either online or one of those late-night, one of your 500 TV channels on your, your, your uh, Sky or Virgin or BT box, and you go onto the shopping channel, and I bet that somebody got one of those mining lamps designed for cycling or reading, etc. You just attach it to your head or somewhere around you.
0: Uh, Liam, uh, enjoy the next book that you're reading, and uh, thank you for your question. Uh, gadget guru Gary Miller with us on City Talk 105.9, the gadget surgery, each and every Tuesday, answering your tech related questions. Send them in to surgery at citytalk.com. FM. We've got some new gadgets in the studio. We've got some new chairs. Gary, it's your
1: first time on the new chairs. They are very comfortable. They, they were a little bit higher than I wanted, so I've just lowered it slightly. And actually, yeah, this is nice and comfortable. Is that all right for you? Nice on the back.
0: Uh, Jill has emailed Gary. She says, Dear City Talk, what uh, would be the value in getting a 4K camera? I've seen one that's been released soon, but don't have a 4K monitor or a TV to view them on. It's expensive, so I don't want to have to spend more on a new Mac Two, that's Jill. Jill sounds like she might be a photographer, or and Jill sounds like that. as though
1: well she's got lots of money to spend. Because four K <laughs> is going to cost you a lot of money. In fact, I was looking at a four K TV uh, being advertised yesterday, and it was three thousand pounds for a fifty-five inch. Whereas you can now get those for about six hundred to nine hundred pounds for a. I'm going to say lower quality, but do you know what? It's you know beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And actually, 4K is amazing in terms of its quality. Very crisp colors, very black. But if you go back a year ago, the 2Ks, very crisp colors, very deep blacks, very black blacks. So, actually, what you're gonna get for 4K, you're gonna get very, very good quality. But you're right, unless you've got something to view it on, uh, like a 4K screen, you're not gonna see the quality until one particular moment and that's if your photographs that you take at 4k are then um, going to be printed reproduced in a magazine or whatever but even the 4k quality from those is probably a bit too much because it doesn't work on 4k it works on dots per inch so 300 dpi or 600 dpi if she's got
0: say a if she takes a 4k So this super sort of high-resolution photo, and then she goes into a Mac. If she is a photographer, and I wonder if she's looking at a 4K camera, she can zoom in and maybe do editing and things like that. So you can use those images on your screen. You're not going to be looking at a blur or something like that. But you're going to be
1: looking at um, 1280 by whatever, 1040, 1640 by 1480, um, 2028. When I say those numbers, those numbers are basically the number of dots along the top and then down the, the side. Um, and there are therefore are, in some screens, that are 2K, 2,028 across by 1,600 and whatever, down. And there's lots of those dots mm. then. And the closer the dots are together, that's how many more dots you get. So there's 4,000 across by whatever it is. that I don't know what the figure is going down the way on the new screens. Um, but yes, you're right. They could zoom in and zoom in. But the quality is actually, in the end, um, d- designed to be printed. So 300 or 600 dots per inch is what actually counts for printed documents for when you blow them up and put them on the side of build- buildings, etc. Um, but you're right, you could zoom in. Um, 4K is a way that we're going to be going in the next couple of years. But already in Japan, they're developing 8K so we'll be talking on the show, probably in one year's time, on our seventh anniversary, we'll be talking about... I'm just thinking, actually, t- today is very, very, very close to being our sixth oh, anniversary.
0: 28th today, 28th. Oh, yeah, it is. It's launch day of City Talk 105.9 was in indeed. 2008. Yeah. So it is. Was it the, the gadget surgery on day one? Yeah, it was. It's
1: on Monday. Monday
0: lunchtime. Yeah. So it is our birthday. Wow. Oh, we Happy gone,
1: birthday yeah. to us. Anyway, going back to 4K... Very, very good. And if you can afford that on your camera, forget just taking photographs. Even better, video, because that's where 4K really works. The very, very best quality. You've heard of 1080p? That's good quality on your screens, your TVs. 4K will give you better than that.
0: Jill, it sounds like you've... Um... You've got a few quid, so uh, enjoy spending it and enjoy a four K camera way. if you do. Uh, if you do uh, buy one, uh, hi Gary and Mick. I've seen the Wii U at one seven nine ninety nine in a well known high street store. Is it worth the cash? No, I've not had a console no. since the Wii. It's cheap, that one seven nine ninety nine. The Wii U, uh, which is the new generation of the Wii. We've talked about this before, Gary, and I've talked about this because you know that I'm into my my yeah. video games. There is still Little or nothing on the Wii U that makes me think I must absolutely most of the
1: analysts, the real real experts in both technology, uh, future products, current products, and financial uh, um, sort of implications of those products. Most people are saying the Wii U should be dropped. Most are saying they imagine within the next year. I don't think it will happen. The Wii U will be dropped. Um, So. Actually, yeah, you could buy it. I mean, do you know, most people only use a few games. They don't use hundreds of games. So there are applications, there are education, there's fitness games out there for the Wii U that still make it a great device. There just happens to be other, probably better devices, like the Valve. Now the, We haven't spoke about the Valve yet.
0: Steambox, that's the name of the, uh, yeah, the console, by the way. that's
1: going to be, apparently, massive in terms of speed, quality of its graphics, better than the Xbox One, better than the PlayStation 4, but nobody knows about them yet. But where's that going to be in a couple of years' time? I think they're going to do quite well. You can get a PlayStation 3
0: and uh, a number of games for one seven nine ninety nine. dollars 99 right. So the, the, the amount of games that you could get on a PlayStation 3 which is there or thereabouts in terms of the Wii U in terms of its power. You can get for a very similar price. Now, I'd be tempted to recommend that there are some games coming out on Wii U, so Wii Fit U for instance, there's a new Mario Kart game coming out. You might Wii get Wii Fit
1: U, very good. And you
0: might absolutely love it and think this was totally worth the money. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a, the the uh, the control I think is particularly clunky. Yeah. Uh, I think there are better games available on other consoles. There will be some absolutely killer titles. They don't exist yet though. On the Wii U. So you might get lucky. You might spend your money now and think in a year or two's time, what a great, you know, great bit of value I've had from this console. Nintendo, I think, lost 200 million quid last year. Uh, 3DS sales, even 3DS sales, have been lower than they thought. Wii U sales have been, you know, a tiny proportion of what they thought they'd actually be. And they've downgraded for the rest of the year as well. It's not a good time for Nintendo, but why not make some hay while the sun shines? But let's be
1: honest. uh, How often? I got an Xbox 360 a few years ago. We used it for a year, and we stopped using it. Why so why? actually, it happens with most consoles anyway. So get you're right, buy it. If you can afford to buy it, and it's the right kind of system for you, buy it.
0: And I'm I sure you'll have fun with it. Uh, dear Gary, final question this week. I need a new TV, preferably LED, LCD, or plasma. I normally watch tennis and cricket and want to view it in HD. We also do a kids' cinema club with DVDs. What would you recommend? That's Keith in North
1: Liverpool. I wonder if Keith's still got the older... Um, C R T valve related. No, probably got a valve related. Well, Keith in North Liverpool. Um, uh, do you know? It sounds like a fun household. Um, can we come down? the 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 answer is, go to, um, uh, say Curry's Digital, John Lewis, go to Tesco's, go to the big supermarket chains, go to Richer Sounds, go and have a look at the different qualities. There are TVs out there that are anything from hundred and fifty quid, depending on the size. Up to thousands of pounds. I mentioned the 4K one before. Um, Sony, LG. Keith, if you've got uh, a kids' cinema club, don't get a 4K TV, mate. No, well, <laughs> uh, but but the thing is, you could buy a decent quality TV. Look for a high contrast ratio. A high sort of contrast ratios important. Some TVs are um, are lower cost, and you think, I want that TV because it's got a high contrast ratio. Oh, but hold on, it's only got a 720p, 720p, quality of HD, HD ready. You want 1080p. That's where you should be looking. And that's full HD. It is. And don't get 1080i. That's not as good as the P stands for the word progressive. So actually you want the 1080p, not the 1080i. That's really important. So 1080p. High contrast ratio, about what twenty thousand to one, something like that. Uh, well, you can get more than that, three million to one. Oh. Um, genuinely normally three hundred thousand to one is the sort of the benchmark to aim for. But you can get more than that, much more than that. But that puts the price up. And some of the better quality TVs are not the most expensive, so that's why it's better to go and have a look at the various uh, styles and uh, sizes and uh, definitions of TVs, because when you go into these shops, the ones I've mentioned before, they normally have a bank of TVs of different qualities, different prices. And you go, that's the one I want. And surprisingly, it might be better. I've seen, and I've got to be honest here, I've seen some 720p TVs. That's not a maker model. It's just the, the definition of the screen. 720p's being better quality than 1080. And then you discover it's 1080i. And that's why I'm saying don't go anywhere near 1080i.
0: Right. So you so, need to look at high contrast ratio. Yep. So across a range of them, high contrast ratio, um, it might be 20,000, might be 300,000, but if it's 300,000 to one, Even better. it'll be more expensive. 1080p is yep. full HD, so yep. you don't want to be looking there as well, and then take your pick from whatever you see. I always think the middle-of-the-range TVs
1: at the moment are great. They're all right. You, you would never make a mistake. And the other thing is to look for the hertz, 50 hertz or 100 hertz, because you mentioned cricket and football. With some of the TVs, when somebody kicks a football, when you're looking at it on the screen, it starts to pixelate little blocks, and it starts to look well, it's ghosting. It's slowing. What's going on here? Um, oh, I've lot The football's disappeared for a second. Oh, it's back again. That's pixelation. So make sure that you get one that has a high f- refresh rate for the speed, particularly for things like football and for tennis and for Formula One.
0: Keith, best of luck with your decision. Thank Let you, us Keith, know what you choose. Gary, thank you for your time as well. Our gadget guru, Gary Miller, back next week for the gadget surgery. Sending your questions to surgery at citytalk.fm. That's surgery at citytalk.fm. And uh, happy birthday to City Talk as well. Now yes, we, we should have brought a cake. We should have done. Gary, yeah. thanks for your
1: time. Thank you. This is the City Surgery on City Talk 105.9.